0: You are now listening to the Indecisive by boy, Nature Janice podcast. Also known as Wild Card Gino. This is the Indecisive by Nature podcast. You know what I'm saying? It so happened to be the best choice you have made all day. You feel me? Look, if you can't tell, if you can't tell who was playing in the background, you know what I'm saying? We talking about that genius doc. We touching on any and everything Kanye on this one. It's pretty much a review of the documentary. So look, if you have not, you know what I'm saying? If you haven't listen if you ain't watched if you ain't seen nothing about the documentary you know what i'm saying i would say don't listen to this episode but listen to the episode why not you know so look the whole i mean i, I could say it's a spoiler alert i could say it's a spoiler alert episode but it's not really it's not it ain't y'all y'all like i put that in the back don't y'all they, hey I thought I would, Kanye, kind of, yeah, you feel me? But look, man, I'm jumping straight into it. First and foremost, I just wanna go ahead and say, hey look, so it was just reported the other day. It was just reported, it might have been yesterday, Here, yeah, honestly. Um the directors for the genius doc was uh, you know what I'm saying, it's Cootie and Cheek. Coody and cheek. Netflix gave them for thirty M's. They gave them thirty million for the ser I mean, I said for the service. Gave them thirty million for the footage. Of the Kanye documentary. I feel like they could have got more. Man, I know they could have got more because Kanye is such a polarizing figure. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's so influential. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I know for a fact they could have got more than 30 million. I said on Facebook, I feel like they could have got a hundred M's. I know they could have got a hundred M's. You know what I'm saying? And I know this documentary got Netflix going up. I was surprised that it's still, like, the documentary not still on the top ten. I think it should be. You know, like, from the first few minutes, from the first few minutes when I clicked on that junk, you know what I'm saying? From episode one, the first few minutes, literally in seconds, I felt chills. Like, real shit. Like, like me, I, I never really thought that I would see similarities between myself and Ye, but, like, immediately I kind of connected with, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, just... Having a group of people that you interact with, excuse me, interact with, you know what I'm saying, work with, but like in a, in a way they only like kind of see you in a specific way, which is kind of messed up. Like, but you but you know for a fact that you capable, you know for a fact that you capable of doing X amount of things. And the funny thing is that people will say, "I missed the oh yay," but shit, like when I was when I was watching it, I felt like I like the same Kanye from today that we know today I feel like that he was the same person back in 02 and shit back in 98 when cootie first interviewed him you know what I'm saying at the uh at the Jermaine Dupri uh uh uh, uh after party or whatever you know what I'm saying he the same person that's the that same guy you know yeah he might got some mental health issues and shit like that but overall at the core man Kanye is still Kanye like he's the same person but like it's just kind of fucked up when you think about it Because like you know what I'm saying Like people people that he really fucked with People that was around him all the time And stuff like that Like they ain't really take him serious As an artist back then Like people people called him crazy When it comes to way more things Like people called him crazy When it comes to way more things now But back then it was like Bro you, you trying to rap now nah, bro you, you crazy just stick to the beats Like nah fuck that I know what I'm capable of doing I'm gonna do it You know So like for me i absolutely like i I just absolutely love music as i've grown older i wish i would have joined like band or took some piano lessons or something like hell guitar or something because like that's is that's just how much i love music like i want to know how to play these instruments i want to know i want to be capable of making these sounds you know what i'm saying like i talk about that pretty often like i wish i would have been in band in high school or something you know because I want to be able to create the sounds that I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to know how to read music, but I don't. You know? So that's just, that's that's that. But, like, like for me, instruments and beats, they can make or break a song. Like, for example, when I refer to this pretty often as well. Like, back in 2016, I believe it was 2016. It might have been 2017, but I think it was 2016. Nah, it was 2017. I think it was 2017. Like, so when Mask got by Future drop. I knew from my very first time hearing that song, I said this is gonna be a hit. I said, I know this is gonna be a hit right off the bat because of that damn flute. And and some of y'all might hear this and be like, Because of the flute, huh? Like I said, man, some instruments can make and break a song. You know, like this was this was during Heek future, you know what I'm saying? And at that time, he released two albums a week apart. So this was before Maskoff had radio play or whatever, and all of that. He pretty much took the mix. Mi- excuse me. He pretty much took the mixtape route. When you, you know what I'm saying, he drop it, drop a mixtape, and you kind of just let the people decide what should be the single. You know what I'm saying for your album, or, I mean, shit. I mean, like. You kinda really can't even tell what's an album or not, with, when, you know what I'm saying, these days. Especially with Future because, I mean, like, you you dropping every week or you dropping every other month. What's a mixtape? What's an album? But nah, like, at first... At first, you couldn't really tell if this was an album or not. But shit... Mask Off was the one that, you know what I'm saying, Mask Off was the, was the one that got the most play. That's what ended up being the single you know and to put everything into perspective you know i'm saying like mask off was such a big hit it was such a great hit that even somebody like kendrick lamar wanted to hop on it and and kendrick is seen to be a very like he is such this he is this very very selective artist you know like the man haven't dropped an album in five years you know since 2017 since damn he hasn't he hasn't put out an album since then unless you want to count him being the executive producer for uh for the Black Panther album and that was in 2018, but we not counting it, you know? That don't that don't count. We not counting it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, Mask was such a great, it was such a great hit. It was a big song that even Kendrick was on the remix, you know. But like writing, being a journalist, radio personality, acting, making beats, making music, directing, graphic design, like all of that shit, etc. I feel like I can do it all. I know I can do it all. I haven't attempted at everything, but I feel and know that I am capable of doing all of those things at an elite level. But I haven't been, I don't think I've been taken serious. You know what I'm saying? Like I talk about so much stuff, but like one of my mottos is today, progress over ideas. So look, fuck them ideas that I be talking about. Just show the progress. Show a little clip, show a little snippet. But you don't want to overexpose yourself. I don't want to overexpose myself because in a way if you put too much out all of the greatness that you put out you can kind of burn yourself out and then you might get to a point where you might get to a point where you know like like kind of i don't know kind of like shit kind of like gucci man you know what i'm saying niggas you know what i'm saying niggas be putting out all this music or whatever but Is it as valuable as the person who's not putting out as much content? You know, like for somebody, if you only releasing, hell, Kendrick, I value his music more than whoever because I know I'm not getting it as much. Like I'm actually living and breathing with this music. You know, it's a difference. But when it comes to doing multiple things creatively, you know what I'm saying? Like as a creative, not everybody going to see the vision. Like when I was a kid still living in Michigan, me you know what I'm saying and my brothers we like literally and this is no bullshit I ain't making this shit up me and my brother we used to what me and my brother said we used to walk school we used to walk to school every day he'll rap i make the beat you know like I think that's an early outlook on a person that I am creatively like when it come to rapping I know I can rap that's not, like honestly it's nothing it's really you know what I'm saying but creatively I'm somebody that doesn't need to be in front of cameras to show greatness that's not me that's never been me like, producers are the real superstars in music, but they, but they don't have the frame, excuse me, they don't have the fame or fortune in most cases as the artist that is visible does, you know? Like, and then in some cases, the producer want what the artists have, and they start to step in front of the cameras. Kinda of similar to the Kanye situation, even though he was already rapping before he even moved to New York. You know what I'm saying? So every now and then, the most humble person in the room would get tired of being humble. It's like, bro, all right, I'm humble whatever, you know what I'm saying? You know, you stay down until you come up with whatever, but look, I know I'm the shit. I can do this, too. I can, my I, shit probably can do this better than you, you know? So it's like, hell, you getting all of this, you get this, you get this fame, you get these credits, you get this money or whatever for doing something that you love to do, and I can, and I know I can do it just as well or even better, you know? Like, I'm talented, too. I want all of the well, yeah. Fame comes with it, so why not? You want the fame, the credit, and the fortune as well. That's just how that's just how it go. But then, like another funny thing, like a funny thing, like while I was preprint, preparing, preparing my outline and everything for this episode, the the I was I was looking at I was looking at the A documentary. You know what I'm saying? And the scene where. Kanye starts freestyling after most death had popped up on the screen don't you think that's kind of similar to like what I'm talking about like Ye was more so the background guy but there were there was creators there was artists and producers and stuff like that hey yo Kanye look out for him he the you know what I'm saying da 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 but you got this label who ain't really taking them serious or you got labels that ain't really taking them serious. You know, they ain't pretty much just saying it's kind of similar to a Drake, the Drake situation, because it's like, OK, we got this hella talented artist. But at the time when at the time when Drake was coming out, oh, six, oh, seven, just 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 singing rap, you know, what I'm saying? just singing and rapping, light skin, dude. How do I market this? We don't know what to do with this. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the first of his kind. But at that time, that wasn't what was it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know what to do with this. Labels ain't really know what to do with Kanye. And it was kind of like taking a risk because it's like, okay, look, I know you can make some incredible beats. You know, I know you can get the vibe going, but I'm not sure if you can keep people listening. I'm not sure if you really got the bars. And every chance Kanye got, he was freestyling. You know, it might have been a written, but so the hell what. You know what I'm saying? He was freestyling. You know, he was always showing off his ability. And that's, I mean, when, when when push come to shove, when that time comes, if you got that opportunity, you got to do what you got to do. You got to bust out a quick 16. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? Speaking of that, let me just give a direct shout-out to Swift Sundays because you got people who, there there are people who, you know, it's like, I right, man, I'm this, I'm that. And this goes back to my motto. It goes back to my quote. The, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was going to say creativity. But it goes back to the quote progress is more important than ideas You so special shout out to my boy Swift Sundays because while he was doing his Swift Sunday videos every Sunday he was putting his ability on display you know what I'm saying it's like yeah for so long it might have been a few people it might have been a handful of people that knew he could spit but it's like alright fuck this shit I'm finna let everybody know at least everybody that's on your timeline know nigga I got bars I really can do this shit I really can fuck y'all up in this rap game you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to be tired of being humble. You got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to put your neck on this shit at times, you know? And that's what Kanye was doing every chance he got. That's really every every chance he got. He's putting his neck on this shit, you know? So that's what you got to do sometimes, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to do a Swift Sundays or you got to freestyle unexpectedly. But then again, I say it's unexpectedly, but on the College Dropout album, there's a song with Most Def called Two Words which shit, i believe um yeah 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 that's the that's the that's what they were spitting you know but i think it was some people that was in that room that didn't know that that's what that was you know so it just seemed like it was out of the blue at least for a first time uh listener of that freestyle at least for you know maybe some people watching the documentary it's like hold on what, what's this but yeah there's a song on the college dropout album called two words with most deaf and that's pretty much what that freestyle was and at the same time at the same time when kanye was freestyling with most dev, you know what i'm saying like you can kind of tell he knew he deserved to be considered more than a producer you know what i'm saying like he was trying to force everybody to see his potential with every chance that he got you know like like his mom told him like you know what I'm saying you you play tracks like like Jordan shoot free throws you know what I'm saying like think about it you know what I'm saying like nigga Jordan was out there shooting free throws with his eyes closed he was out there shooting free throws with his eyes closed and shit you know because it's something that he had done before he had practiced before so it's not like it's done like he can't do it he knows he can do it so i said hey, why not i'll make a little bet with you i'm gonna shoot this free throw with my eyes closed Kanye like man I produce these tracks so well I make this music so well it's nothing to me all right you think I can't do it okay why not I'm gonna show off my ability I'm gonna go at you but I think another great thing I think another great thing that was mentioned in in the documentary is that Kanye said like he trying to get to the point where he can drop his last name off and hell refer to basketball again refer to the NBA again the best players ever you ain't got to say their last name. Kobe. I mean, they ain't even got to be the best players. Well, no, like polarizing polarizing players, figures. Kobe, Dirk, Shaq, Jordan, AI, even though that's his initials. You know what I'm saying? But wait, you know, like you get the point. You don't have to, like, when you're really great, you don't have to say anybody's full name you know like i mean it's so many great michaels in the world like you got michael jackson michael tyson michael jordan you know i'm saying like but you can say like depending on the context of the conversation you can just say michael and somebody will know what you're talking about you know so when you get to that point in your life you get to that point in your career when you don't like when somebody doesn't have to say your last name like if i bring up like if i'm in a conversation with somebody and i say kanye you automatically know who I'm talking about. That's when you know you're great. Only greats get that. Only greats. And honestly, you might you might have that type of you might have that type of respect. You might have that type of hell, I can't even think of the the, the type of adjective to, you know, what I'm saying use for that, but like even in a local sense, you might have that in a local sense. Ah, uh, you know, such and such. They know exactly who you talking about. Because, I mean, shit, look, my name Jalen. It's a million Jalens in the world. For whatever reason, around the same time, a lot of women was naming their sons Jalen. Look, I was named Jalen Rose. I'm official as a whistle, you heard me. <laughs> but, yeah, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, can, when you can drop your last name off, you're successful. You've done something worth giving a damn about. You know? I mean... Work to that point. If you can get to that point, I ain't going to say stop working, but you've, you've definitely worked your ass off if you can just, drop, like, if, if if people can talk about you and they don't have to say your last name, you know? Because you can definitely do that with Kanye. Every time somebody say Kanye, it don't matter where you're at, the setting, whatever. Kanye, uh, Kanye, what? what what he what he doing what he doing now Nick Craig I miss oh Kanye man did that last last I want that good you know Jesus you know what I'm saying like it's gonna be so many different things that pop pops up in people's minds when they hear the name Kanye but like like watching like watching Kanye sign his deal with Rockefeller like it reminded me it reminded me of the scene from he got game at the end when when Jesus decided to go to big state after all you know what I'm saying like after all the back and forth and, and cat and mouse games that he was playing with Jake, you know what I'm saying? He's playing with his dad, Jake. Like when Jake was out on the yard and threw that ball over the jail wall, and they made him seem, like they literally made him seem like he like like it reached all the way to Jesus, because he was shooting in the big state gym by himself. Somehow those two moments seemed like they would have like seemed like they would feel the same, you know? When 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 Kanye was signing his contract with with, with Rockefeller. And when, and when Jake threw that ball to Jesus, like it could have been the music that was playing, but it definitely seemed similar to me, at least in my mind, like at least the way I interpret it. I told, I had said the other day, I feel like I'd be making sense out of stuff that don't make sense at all, you know, but I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. But man, look, overall, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself because look, he had all falls down, Jesus walks Shit, family business. From what we, from what we seen already done for the album, you know what I'm saying. For what he done for his debut album, The College Dropout, you know. And at that time, people didn't even wanna, you know what I'm saying. Think, well, I ain't gonna say think he could rap. It's like they knew he could rap, but at the same time, he was like in the in the Rockefeller offices rapping and and, and playing his music for people who couldn't do like, shit. The the um. Uh, the accountant, the clerk, the, I, I can't think of the word, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the ain't like, they can sign you. I mean, yeah, they can put a little word in. Like, hey, look, you know, hey, got a couple bars on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, nigga, hey, son, walk, something. You know, <laughs> like, he can, you know, he can spit a little bit. You know, he can do this. He can do that. You know, but it ain't like the, like, yeah, you just, you want everybody to know how passionate you are. You want everybody to know how great you are. Like, I have this in the tuck, like this, and that's the crazy thing having all falls down already done like that's no label help you you recorded all falls down by yourself you have this already jesus walks by yourself you have this already you got two major hits you're still to this day already done you're great you know what i'm saying but waino did kind of clear that up you know he did say like okay yeah because waino used to work for rockefeller too and it's like yeah, he coming in offices and he's playing all this music and stuff like that. And it's, like, and it's not like we didn't fuck with it. It's not like we didn't think it was great. But he's done this a million times, you know, and that's not seen on the documentary. You know, Waino was like, look, he he, he didn't came in the office and played All Falls Down 10 other times before they got that on camera. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, it's not like we didn't fuck with the song. It's just that, we've heard this already and you know if you hear something so much it's not like you're not gonna care but it's gonna get to a point like it's all right nigga what else okay nigga, that's cool but but then like episode three of the documentary kind of bring like it, it really brings it all together you know what i'm saying from the very beginning as like as the title of the documentary is genius you know Jesus, genius you know what I'm saying? whatever but like like it's showing footage of, of a debate between him and fest about like calling like like about kanye calling himself a genius and this was way back in 2002 by the way you know like that's just more evidence of kanye being kanye from the beginning it's like he called himself a genius i don't know it might have been 2014 2013 somewhere around that you know around that time You know, when I was in high school, he started calling himself... Well, I ain't gonna say start calling himself. When we knew of him to start calling himself a genius. They got footage of him calling himself a genius in 2002. Think about that, you know? So it's like, yeah, Kanye be going on rants and he be doing all of these crazy things or whatever. And like, yeah, so he might deal with mental health issues, but that doesn't necessarily make him crazy. A lot of the same confidence that he had back then... All of the creative abilities that he has now he had back then you know so that doesn't make him crazy you crazy for believing in yourself like he he spoke about it pretty often in the documentary you know it's like they'd be saying like oh it's a bad thing to be overconfident why how is it a bad thing to be overconfident i would love to be overconfident but i could speak personally i'm not you know because I'm confident in myself, but my confidence kind of worries a little bit. I wish I was as confident as Kanye was. I wish I'm as I'm, I was as confident as Kanye is today. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's another thing. Having a mother that literally speaks life into their kids, into their into their son. A few days ago, I had got a random text message from my mom saying how how proud of her. I mean. I got a random text message from my mom the other day, like she she was saying how proud of me that she was, you know? And I don't really think, I don't really think parents really understand how much that little bit, like that little, those words, the text message, whatever, but hearing that come from your mom, you know what I'm saying? Because all our kids wanna make their parents happy. They wanna make their parents proud, you know? So it's like, damn, moms is proud of me. I'm doing something great. I'm doing something good. It means a lot. I damn near shed a tear when she told me that. And this is no bullshit. Like, so if you have somebody that's always in your ear, Kanye, you know you can do whatever you want. Kanye, oh, that sounds great. Oh, Kanye. But at the same time, maybe give a little constructive criticism, but tell them that there's nothing that you can't do. I don't really think, like, and I had thought about that as I was watching the documentary. Like, when when parents tell their kids, You know, it's anything you can put your mind to. I don't even think that the parents sometimes really believe what they're telling their children. You know, like, yeah, the kids hear it, but I don't really think that they believe it. Like, yeah, they say that, but do they believe it, though? Like, yeah, because you can put you anybody can put anything that they put their minds to. But do you believe what you're telling me, you know? but yeah anyways like yeah when my mom told me the other day like ah yeah you know i'm, I'm proud of you keep it up the song that you put at the la- you know put at the end of the last episode it was great i love it if y'all ever put out a cd i want one you know it's just just stuff like that it's like i don't think she knew how much that meant to me you know and i never told her you know i well i did say oh you know that means a lot to me thanks mom you know what i'm saying that's what i said but like it goes so much more deeper than that you know what I'm saying? It, it just goes so much more deeper than that. But like, back to the Kanye doc. A lot of people, I seen that a lot of people like on social media and stuff, said that they felt like episode three seemed rushing up a period. And I can tell that there was never supposed to be a part three. Honestly, Cootie said he didn't expect for them. Like he expected the documentary to be done after episode after the episode two footage. He said he was ready to put the documentary together. He, you know, he, he thought that, like, there was never supposed to be episode three. Just simple and plain. You know what I'm saying? And, like, after Kanye won that Grammy for the college dropout, but Ye told him, nah, don't put it together yet. My, shit, my life's still going. Keep, you know what I'm saying? Keep, keep, keep recording. Why not? I'm still here. I'm still doing monumental things. Keep recording. This documentary ain't over, you know? And, and, and once Ye became more, but like, yeah, once Ye became more famous and more busy, the likelihood of Kanye, like, I mean, well, I said of Kanye, the likelihood of, of Cootie getting more behind-the-scenes footage, you know what I'm saying? Air quotes right there. More behind-the-scenes footage, It the, the, the possibilities of it lessened a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Which, as a result, with Kanye's mother Donda passing away, And eventually, it got to a point where... It got to a point where, you know, Cootie had mentioned for the first time ever, Ye had told him, hey, look, stop recording. And then, see, Cootie was like, all right, bitch, yeah, I I got a family of my own. Well, he had started a family of his own anyways, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, look, I stepped away from Kanye's life for six years. You know, and like, why wouldn't he? You know, when someone was... Like, already making you feel unwelcome before, and then he lost his mother. It's like, okay, why not? Let me give, you know what I'm saying? Let me give bro some space. I really love him. It's a it's a, it's a a critical, pivotal time for him. I'm going to give bro some space. I don't want to be all in his ear, all in his face. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't need a camera in his face at all times if it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's controllable, so I'm going to control not recording you know what I'm saying so I'm just giving some space but and that, and that's the crazy thing though at the same time because sometimes being exactly where you want to be is a curse because you have everything you dreamed of everything you dreamed and worked hard for but you have the media that comes with it and you can't escape those cameras you can't escape being bombarded with questions and and, and like the thing that Kanye is like he is literally mentioned like it's Like, yeah, cause I, I I forgot my train of thought for a second. Like, he would always mention like if if it's, if a camera is placed in front of me, if a camera is placed in front of me, I'm gonna speak my mind. So if you don't want me to speak my mind, don't put no camera in front of me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, I'm telling you straight up, simple and plain. So when he got on, the, you know what I'm saying? When he got on the little um uh, little news channel whatever the hell it was, George Bush doesn't like black. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, nigga, if I'm on camera. And I'm, you know, talking about something, you gonna get me. You gonna get the real. Ain't no fake. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. There's that. If you don't if you don't want me speak my mind, don't put me on camera. Don't record me. Cause I'm gonna say what it is and what it ain't. You know? But look, man, while like like when it came to when it came to Cootie stepping away from filming, like it's like Ye's life, like they they showed a little quick timeline of like how Ye progressed and how Cootie did it, you know what I'm saying, how Cootie progressed as well. You know, like they even show a moment where, like, Cootie's daughter was expressing that she wants to grow older and be an artist just like Kanye. Crazy, right? Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's, I don't know if it's a full circle thing or what, but I don't know. It was, I mean, to me, that was pretty dope because it's like Cootie seen Kanye from the beginning and he left his own life, he left his own career to record Kanye's life. You know what I'm saying? And now you have your young daughter who says, "I want to be like Kanye. I want to be an artist and 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 influence just like Kanye." You know what I'm saying? It's pretty dope. And you think about it like it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty damn interesting. But I do want to mention and I do want to shout out Common. Common was a real one throughout the whole most def as well, you know what I'm saying? But like, Kanye was a real one. I said Kanye, common was a real one, you know what I'm saying? Like letting Cootie know that, hey, you know what I'm saying, hey, look, I got this festival back home in Chicago. Kanye gonna be a special guest, you know what I'm saying? And in that, in that, in that moment during that time, that's kind of how that was pretty much the moment where Cootie and, and, and Kanye reconnected. You know what I'm saying? Like it was six years to where like they didn't really see each other and then they started like it was moments when they was around each other but you know kanye like everybody wanted to pull from kanye you know so it's like they ain't really get too many chances to talk they ain't really get too many chances to you know what i'm saying like really chop it up he ain't really know where his head was you know but let me go ahead and you know what i'm saying i'm finna i'm finna wrap this up pretty soon um like one of my favorite moments of the documentary that i can remember is like like how the listening party slash fashion show of the life of pablo album and the the yeezy line was on display because like like personally that is my favorite kanye album but not only that like I, i think it's the best because when it released it came out as a literal living piece of art you know what i'm saying like to be honest it probably could have been titled donda because and look the reason why i say that is because the album is personal it's spiritual, it's creative, and it's reflective. You know what I'm saying? So, like to me, it's everything that Dondo wanted for her son is as, as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's peak yay, in my opinion. The life of Pablo is peak yay. You know what I'm saying? Like that album, it and and, and and it's also been noted that you know what I'm saying, like most people love my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But Kanye actually prefers Yeezus more so, because, like, he feels that on MBDTF, he was pulled in a bunch of different directions, trying to please everyone on Yeezus. I mean, yeah, he tried to to please everybody on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but on Yeezus, he was able to do exactly what he wanted to do. And then you follow up with The Life of Pablo, it seemed like he had reached his peak. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell... Who do, you, who do you know has released an album with different background vocals and ad-libs and features? And then the next week, you notice a choir is on the album. A verse has been taken off. You know what I'm saying? Like, et cetera. Like, I, I can't think of nobody else. Like, it's literally a living, breathing. Well, at least at the time, it was a living, breathing piece of art, you know? And all of that was, while it was already on DSPs. So we literally, like, we literally got to live with the album because it, it might have been one month. Because I was in college at the time. So, I might have went to my little 9 o'clock class by the time I got back to my room at 12 or something. Track 3 sound different. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, it was a literal, was a literal living, breathing piece of art at the time. You know? Like, and I don't know about y'all. Well, no, nah, I know a few people who did it. But, like, for me, I made... I made a whole nother email just so I can make a title account because at the time when it came out, it was exclusive to title only. So I made a whole fake or another email or whatever, just so I can listen to this album. Like literally, you know what I'm saying? But I must add that like, it seems it's another, it's another favorite part of mine. Like it, it must seems very likely like the reason, like, cause they put the creative process of some of the Yeezy shoes and stuff like that, a part of it. Because you know, fashion and, and design and stuff is a big part of Kanye today. You know what I'm saying? So like like it's 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 spoken about, you know what I'm saying, within the uh within the sneaker community that the Yeezy seven hundred is his best model. They say that's his best model. I feel like that's his best model, specifically the Wave Runner colorway, you know. And they put footage of that, like the behind the scenes footage of you know the design of the 700 on there on the documentary so I feel like like I feel like Kanye knows that that's his I feel like he knows that that's his um his best Yeezy model so it's like you know what I'm saying this is my best Yeezy model I'm gonna put that on there as well let's let's get that footage on there so it, it's a great thing that Cody was around for some of those moments when it was being designed you know when it was being prepared and then the whole you know like the kids see ghosts uh when 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 him and kid cuddy was making it it, it, it's just amazing that cootie was around for all of it it's amazing that they got to reconnect you know after six years and and, you know continue and build on their friendship and things like that you know it's amazing that you know like yeah while while kanye you know deals with the loss of his mother that you know cootie can be there for him as a real friend should you know what i'm saying like really big up and support these creative decisions and things that he wants to do you know it's just amazing overall it's amazing look if y'all haven't seen the kanye doc go check it out if you even if you're not a fan of kanye i suggest checking it out because like i said within a few seconds of pressing play i was inspired so i look they need to put this on dvd or something i'll purchase it for real for real like this this is it's kind of life-changing for real because If if it's something that you know you're good at or even if you don't know you're good at it, if it's something that you just love to do, do it and and go your hardest at. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, I mean, at the end of the day, ain't nobody holding you back but you, you know? Ain't nobody holding you back but yourself. And I can apply that to myself, you know? Ain't nobody holding me back but me. And with that being said, always remember, progress is more important than ideas because you can talk about it, but you got to be about it. You know, and if you need to get something done, if you need to get something done, just remember that today goes by faster than tomorrow does. It's been your boy Jalen Sorrells, also known as Wild Card Draw four on your weekend. non I'm playing. <laughs> Draw four, uh, Reverse back to you. Skip you. Change the color to green. You know what I'm saying? And we out of here. Hope y'all enjoyed this little review breakdown slash perception episode, you know what I'm saying, of the Genius Dog, you you know what I'm saying, make sure y'all check that out on Netflix, it's three parts, all of them pretty much about an hour, you know, if you ain't got nothing to do, you just chilling or whatever, you know what I'm saying, you feel like being inspired, go check that out, I ain't being paid to promote this, you know, but hey, Netflix, if you want to cut your boy a check, yeah, hey look, my pockets is open, you feel me, so look, hey man, like I said, it's been your boy Wildcard, I'll holler at y'all next week, appreciate y'all for tuning in, love all the support that i'm getting numbers going up run it up you know what i'm saying so yeah until next week every wednesday holla at your boy peace how was kanye coming up you know what kanye was always self-absorbed in a way you went to kindergarten from here they picked you up from right across the street And I came to kindergarten one day and you looked out in the hall and saw me and you were on the top of the sliding board and you said, I don't need you. (laughs) Do you remember that? Um, I don't know. I just, I just want to say like, I appreciate I would like to congratulate you on the good job that you did with me. <laughs> I might take a little bit of credit. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You give mom a little bit of credit. But mostly, you see, I raised myself. <laughs> oh, wow.